Welcome to episode 52 of the Farcom Podcast. Thank you for listening. Each and every episode, I do appreciate it very much. As always, if you want to contact us, we can find us on Twitter at Farcom Podcast or email farcompodcast at yahoo.com. And as always, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you listen. Always appreciative. Uh, tell you what, a fantastic weekend, great weekend of football. Demons finally getting a win. Uh, going to talk about that in a bit. I want to mention a couple of things from around Southland and FCS that were interesting. Uh, the main one and the big news, I think, coming from Southland played this week was Southeastern knocking off UIW 41-35. to If you didn't watch it, it was an amazing game. And coming in, uh, many people, myself included, felt that UIW may just run away with conference. They looked absolutely fantastic coming into this game, undefeated. Uh, Southeastern came into the game at 1-2, and two, but played a very difficult schedule. Uh, it was a back-and-forth game, really uh, fantastic from start to finish. If you haven't watched it, I recommend watching a replay. For those that didn't see how this game ended, was Southeastern Louisiana was down 28-24 to 24 after the third. In the fourth quarter, scored and ended up and with 6-14 left in the game, took a 35-28 to 28 lead over UIW. UIW then scored with 21 seconds left to tie it up at 35. Southeastern gets the ball back, hits one pass, and then on the last play of the game, hit a 59-yard pass uh, from Eli Sawyer to C.J. Turner, which gave them the 41-35 win. Just a fantastic game, very exciting. And uh, I tell you what, it uh, that last play was something else. And the thing I didn't get about the last play is I don't think UIW really had anybody too, too deep. It looked like they were playing normal defense, and... I'm not a proponent of prevent defenses. I never liked that. You know, the old adage, prevent defenses prevent you from winning. And I hate when coaches do that prevent defense and let the other team just go right down the field. But I think in this situation where there's clearly going to be one last pass left, possibly Hail Mary or a seam like Southeastern hit, throw your defenders back because it doesn't matter if they get 60 yards or, you know, 50 yards in this case because that won't win the game. You have to stop them from scoring a touchdown, which is their only option. And Clearly, that didn't work, and the Lions come away with a huge, huge upset in that game. Elsewhere in league, uh, Nichols lost to Jacksonville State. Uh, and I'm going to caution people, and I'll say this again on the next episode on uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Nichols may be 0-4. They lose 50-21 to in Jacksonville State, but uh, Jacksonville State's a mighty tough team. Nichols is 0-4, but I really do believe that they are much better than that 0-4 record. So they're going to be a tough one to, to face off against. Uh, Houston Christian, uh, which of course formerly Houston Baptist, dropped uh, one to Texas State 34 to nothing. Uh, none really much there. And then, of course, uh, A&M Commerce nailed North American 63-3 is expected. McNeese, however, won 32-17 over Mississippi College, but really didn't look that great. Uh, the other game of note that I'll just mention because of the absurdity of it was Stephen F. Austin played a tiny NAIA school uh, called Warner College and beat them 98 to nothing. And uh, that's just an absurd score in a game that realistically probably never should have been scheduled. Though, to be fair, I understand their reasoning why as um, they uh, were left with holes in the schedule with Lamar and UIW. Uh, deciding to remain in Southland, so they picked the only game up they could. I can't blame them on that. Uh, the game itself was absurd in every conceivable way. Um, just uh, something you really hate to see. It doesn't help anyone in games like that. 
one thing I will mention on it because it made me chuckle is uh, their coach and a few other fans, but their coach said in his post-game press conference about, well, we had to schedule this because two teams bailed on us. And hearing that, my thought was, well, cry me river, dude, because you and four other teams decided to leave our conference and basically left us for dry. Uh, then you tried to raid our conference again once uh, Sam Houston and Mexico State left. You tried to raid us again with UIW and McNeese. So they did everything they could to destroy the Southland Conference. Um, not SFA in particular, I believe, as Abilene Christian even had their athletic director or president kind of take shots at the Southland um, as they were leaving. And there were a lot of fans from the other schools that kind of took glee on watching the Southland Conference at the time fall apart. So now that the roles have changed and the WAC's kind of fallen apart and the WAC definitely is not near as strong as they thought it would be, uh, their FBF plans are on hold. Uh, don't be crying about teams bailing on you, man. You bailed on your conference, the conference that treated you very well for a very long time. Uh, you know, what goes around comes around, man. Uh, my whole thoughts on that, and yeah, we'll leave it at that one. But really interesting day of football, fun college day. Uh, the NFL games this past weekend were great, too. Uh, Buffalo Bills, of course, upset by the Miami Dolphins, which shows you on any given day, uh, any team can win. And, of course, Dolphins are very talented. Uh, Going to have a quick word from our sponsor, and then I'll talk about the Demons game with Lamar. I think two words best sums up the Demon game with Lamar, and that's Zachary Clement. Uh, what a game by him finishing 28-49, 366 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. Uh, the biggest positive from this game, besides him, and we'll get to him in a second, is the offensive output. We have had a very maligned offensive team for the last two years. And in this game, we finished with 545 total yards. Uh, the best thing was our rushing attack, which has struggled mightily in the last two seasons, finished with 20 attempts for 179 yards, 9 yards per rush. It, it was fantastic. Uh, I mean, just a great turnaround. Uh, one thing I mentioned in the last episode was... I felt our offensive coaches, uh, Coach Laird and Coach Blair, really needed to do something creative to get that rushing attack going. And I thought they did it, and it was using Zach Clement. And one thing that had been talked about, uh, not only by myself, was when we dropped back for passes, our quarterbacks were pressured right away. And I felt our pockets collapsed, our line was doing great. So what they did, and it's a wrinkle I thought was fantastic, is... They rolled out Zach Clement on a ton of plays. Not that he didn't have any dropbacks. And some of the dropback passes didn't look good for those same problems. But understand why you did it. You have to keep the other team honest. If you keep rolling out, rolling out, rolling out, they'll adjust and shut it down. So you do have to have a few just traditional dropbacks uh, to keep the defense honest. But by rolling Zach Clement out in the speed and size he has, he's almost like a running back. It forced their linebackers to stay honest. It forced them... To not just drop back in the coverage. Because if they do that. Zach Clement can easily just take it five, six, seven yards. And he did that a ton of times. And it was really fun to watch. And it kept them honest. And the pace was great. We had a very, very up-tempo uh, style. You could see a lot of times when we were snapping the ball. The Lamar defenders were still kind of communicating about what they were doing. It really helped us. And the other amazing thing is we didn't have a rushing attempt. Until about nine minutes into the second quarter. Uh, I think our first, and that was a scramble by 
uh, Zach Clement. And I don't think we had a traditional handoff until maybe two minutes left and a half. It was really something to watch, but I understand why they did it. And the thing is, even though we weren't doing runs because of those rollouts and that threat of a run, it worked the same way as if we established a strong running game. And then once we had them off balance, now what we were doing, it allowed Lacey to get some good runs. It allowed Clement to get some good runs. And it was just fantastic. This moment of the season. And this was probably one of the coolest things I have ever seen in a demon team came in the second quarter uh, to set it up and this probably changed our season uh, Lamar was up 10 to nothing just hit a field goal very next series we throw an interception they return it down to the five uh, so they have the ball on a five-yard line to start the second quarter uh, second and goal they get down to the one third and goal we shut them down then we have a fourth and goal they go up the middle we hammer them uh, it's awesome. We're celebrating. And then unfortunately, you see the yellow hanky on the field. Race Moser jumped off sides. And I, and I tell you, when I saw that happen and I saw that flag come out, it just had that sense of dread. Like, man, we had the stop. They're going to get an extra chance. They're going to score now. Make it 17 nothing, and the route's on. Uh, instead, Race Moser, to his credit, uh, he apparently got pissed off from getting the penalty thrown on him. And he laid down the lumber. Nailed R.J. Carver at the two-yard line, one yard behind the line. Demons take over and then take the ball and go 98 yards to make it 10 to seven. And then the route was on, and Demons scored 28 unanswered and go up 28 to 10. Uh, it was awesome to watch and uh, just one of the coolest things I've ever seen and the best football I've seen a Demon team play in a while. Demons, of course, leading 35-13 after the third quarter and for my money the second and third quarter uh, was probably the best demon football I have seen played since Scott Stoker was coach Uh, it was really impressive I mean that's what you want to see from demon football Uh, the other thing I liked and it's again one of those wrinkles and this goes into uh, coach Glazer uh, is the defensive strategy one thing I thought really hurt us was against <clears throat> Grambling and against Southern Miss, against Montana, I thought at times we kind of played too soft with our cornerbacks. We weren't physical enough, and I thought that really hurt us, uh, especially against Grambling and against Southern Miss. And credit to Coach Glazer, they kind of threw in a wrinkle, and I thought they were much more physical, jammed them at the line at times, uh, really played, I thought, tighter coverage in this game than they had uh, the previous season, made some adjustments. Uh, And because of that, and because it took longer for their receivers to get open, it allowed our linebackers and our line to get pressure on their quarterback. And I thought we did a great job. And really, in that second and third quarter, it was kind of a swarm baby swarm defense uh, back again in Turpin. And I tell you what, it was awesome. Uh, Just fantastic to watch. Uh, Zach Clement, I have to go back to him in this one. his play just I can't say enough about how much he's improved uh, last year when he throw deep passes I fully expected somebody in, from Providence saw to come up uh, with a shotgun and shoot the ball because it looked like a duck uh, in this game and last game man his deep balls are really nice I mean they have zip on them 
They're really good passes. I mean, just the amount he's improved, it's really something else. You know, one thing that I think coaches get in trouble with is they have a plan and it doesn't work, but they keep trying to force that, you know, square peg into round hole and the season just collapses as it goes on. And, you know, I have to tip my you know hat to the coaches. I was critical of them the last few weeks. Uh, I, I believe it was deserved criticism. Others criticized them as well. And, you know, I believe those were deserved as well. And I believe the coaches would accept that and say, yeah, we deserve those. But, uh, you know, where you give criticism, you also have to give praise and, you know, all credit to Coach Laird, Coach Blair, and Coach Weston Glazer. You know, I tell you what, they did some wrinkles. They definitely added some stuff, made some adjustments that were very noticeable and visible, and it made a world of difference. And uh, what resulted was probably one of the best demon performances we've had in, you know, in a very long time. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen a demon team just totally take over a game in the middle like they did. Uh, hats off to them. You know, final score is 35-27, but it wasn't as close as it showed. Uh, that last drive where Lamore scored a touchdown with 12 plays and 80 yards, uh, in reality, I thought that one was we kind of played back, allowed them to just kind of march down the field just to run the clock. And I believe the whole thought process in that, and I could be wrong, uh, but just guessing, is if you play up and a little too aggressive, it gives them that chance to drop one over the top of you, score quick, and then they have a chance to possibly go win the game. Instead, the Demons, uh, you know, allowed them, hey, look, we'll let you go down the field, but we're going to make you run clock, and that's what they did. And by the time uh, the Demons got the ball back, it was a minute 52 left. Uh, we ended up having a punt it with 11 seconds, and at that point it was uh, pretty cool. So really, really um, pleased with the Demons, really, really happy uh, with the whole game. Uh, really cathartic, I think, for a lot of people. And uh, for the first time in a long time, I think a lot of people were feeling confident and a little more positive about demon football football a uh, really tough one coming in next week against Nichols uh, Nichols is at our number for a while but you know going into that game with some positive momentum uh, definitely helpful going to be back uh, Wednesday or Thursday uh, I'm not quite certain yet with the preview of the Nichols game uh, going to break down that one we have to do to win uh, Tell you what, uh, with Nichols and from what I've started watching of them, they're a lot better than at 0-4 record. They've had a tough schedule. I uh, would not sleep on them at all. I'm going to also talk, talk about soccer, which at last note, we're winning 2 to nothing, but we're in a lightning delay. Uh, that game's supposed to be resumed today, so hopefully that one will finish up with a win, uh, which in all likelihood should. And I'm still of the opinion that there are a dynamic. And, uh, you know, if you're a Demon fan, I do believe, uh, without a doubt, <coughs> that uh, this was an absolute fantastic weekend. You know, you've got men's and women's basketball just having a f fantastic and phenomenal offseason, same with softball. Uh, you know, basketball starting up very, very soon. Uh, it's going to be really, really exciting in Prathic Coliseum. And before I sign off, and I'm going to butcher his name, and I apologize right now, um, but uh, great news is uh, Coach Sean Kirikov became the NSU wins leader uh, with the volleyball team's win over McNeese. So congrats to him. Uh, really awesome to see. And again, just uh, great things happen in Northwestern. I know people were down and, 
you know, when that conference realignment hit, a lot of people were down on Northwestern State. But I do believe if you take a step back and look at it, I do believe our athletic program is trending upward. So lots to be happy for. Hope you have a really great week for everyone that may be affected by the hurricane. That's bearing down on Florida right now. Prayers and thoughts with you. Really do hope you stay safe. Uh, For anyone listening, if you have the means or funds to help out people once that storm hits, uh, anyone that may receive damage, uh, that's always a great gesture as we know that. Uh, neighbors from other states did uh, join in to help Mar- to help Louisiana uh, when Louisiana was affected by hurricanes last year and in the past. Uh, have an absolutely great week. Great to finally be talking about a win. Stay safe as always. Farcom Demons. <laughs>